Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. If you like what you hear in this episode, please subscribe to our podcast, like us, and share us with your friends. Underground USA can be heard on iHeartRadio, Google Play, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and Spreaker. We appreciate you listening. This is an NMJ segment rebroadcast of the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, syndicated by the GCN Live Satellite System on the Westwood One Radio Network out of the Salem Broadcasting Network flagship station WGUL AM860 in Tampa, Florida. This is the Captain's America Third Watch, coming to you live from the flagship studios of AM860 and AM930, The Answer. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll-free, 877-969-8600. I'm your captain, I'm your captain. He's on the air, taking on enemies foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty. We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts, by our courage. We will not tire... We will not falter, and we will not fail. Good morning, America. Hello, world, and welcome to the Captain's America Third Watch. It's a Friday morning edition, and I'm the Captain Matt Bruce as we broadcast from our Moss Nissan studio here at our flagship Salem Media Group stations in Tampa, Florida, across America. And a special shout-out to our Salem Media Group sister stations. Hello, Atlanta, AM 920, The Answer. Hope you're having a great day up there, and it's not too cold for you. We are a nationally syndicated show heard on the Genesis Communications Network by the Westwood One XDS satellite. And our broadcast is heard around the world, broadcasting where many of our great military men and women are listening overseas to us right now. Thank you to your uh, for your service to our country, to all of those of you, and to our first responders, our EMTs, our firefighters, our police, our hospital, our ear room workers, and our 911 dispatchers, too. Thank you for what you do, keeping us free and safe. To all the people that work the third watch, the truckers, the warehouse, the factory workers, the butchers, the bakers, the maintenance workers, also the janitorial workers, the candlestick makers, thanks for all that you do. And don't forget to go to the Captain's America Third Watch.com website and click on the USCCA logo that's right there. Register for the free gun a day giveaway and find out what a USCCA membership can mean for you. Well, joining us right now, Frank Salvato, the managing editor of the US, uh, yeah, US, listen to me, Media <laughs> Journal, New Media Journal, because I was trying to say Underground USA uh, podcast. Good Lord. There's too much stuff to say. I know. I know. 
<laughs> keep keep going. You'll have it. Keep going. You'll have a forte like mine. But anyway, uh, let's say the pledge and get rolling. You ready? You got it. I pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to the flag, flag of the of United States, States of America, America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And we emphasize those two words, under God. This great country of ours was founded on Judeo-Christian values. Well, before we uh, start with what we were going to talk about, I just got this story in here, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to spit bullets. You know the private school where Vice President Pence's wife, Karen, was going to go to teach at? I believe I do. I'm not sure exactly where that is. I don't know if it's in D.C. or Virginia or Maryland, but it's somewhere right there in the D.C. area. Apparently, a private school that plays basketball against a bunch of Christian schools has decided that they are no longer going to play basketball against any Christian schools, especially where the vice president's wife is going to teach. Now, I could be wrong, call me crazy, but to me, that sounds like a big-time civil rights lawsuit. Well, it's certainly based on religious discrimination. Mm -hmm. Uh, They may have done this to all of the Christian schools just because they don't want to play the one school where the vice president's wife teaches. Uh, You know, that sounds uh, particularly anti-Trump, you know, so we can't can't rule that one out. But certainly there's discrimination happening here, and I I would imagine that a a diligent civil rights attorney who is looking at religious freedom could cobble something together about that, but it's yeah, it's based in it's based in in being in discriminating against Christians, which is becoming a little bit more prevalent in this country than than it should be. I well, might add. you and I understand what this is all about. Again, it goes back to the Cloward Piven strategy. It goes back to Saul Alinsky's rules for radicals. It goes back to socialism in general. And by the way, the next time somebody says, "Well, I'm a progressive," I'm not. I'm not a socialist. I'm a progressive. The, the, go look at the definition of communism. Well, you know, and, and I, you and I have talked about this before. There's That's a right. Great, there's a great book uh, called Fabian Freeway mm-hmm. by Roselle Martin that explains the genesis of the progressive movement. And it is it is steeped in Fabian socialism. So when when someone calls themselves a progressive, it's it's just a, a rebranded uh, type of socialism. Uh, that has to do with elitism. You know, they, they, these people believe that they're better than everybody else and that, that they're the ones that should dictate the way things go. They are the ones that dictate what the definition of freedom is and, and, and what your rights are, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It's a disturbing book, but this is playing out in the, in the United States today. And, you know, you look at Nancy Pelosi, you look at, uh, <laughs> especially these people like, uh, Ocasio Cortez mm-hmm. and a few of the other ones. They are they are knee deep in exactly what Fabian Progressive is. Let's go there with Nancy because yesterday she said, "Well, there is some Democratic support for border infrastructure and a Normandy style fencing." I'm thinking to myself, Normandy. So I take a look at a picture of the beach, and the only thing that I see besides concertina wire that it was left in some places where they actually had it years ago, which was everywhere, was those great big funny looking cross barricades that were up on the beaches to make it difficult to launch uh, uh, you know, tanks with and uh, armored vehicles and uh, even to get their landing craft ashore. Yeah, you have to wonder what the hell she's talking about. Now, I'll give her this. There is support on the Democrat side for, for border security. 
be it a wall, be it a barrier, be it whatever you want to term it. And once again, we're going back to redefining terms here, wonderfully progressive. Um, but yes, there's support over there. And when you, when you look, talk to these people without them having their arms twisted by Nancy Pelosi and a bunch of other bullies from the progressive left leadership over there, you'll see that it's a little bit more prevalent in the Democrat Party than, than she would like to admit. It's it's, Normandy style. Okay. It's time for the Democratic members of that party to grow a set and stand up and say, listen, this is America. We're all Americans first. We got to do what the Americans want. And oh, by the way, the Border Patrol, the CBP folks, the ICE folks, the military, the sheriffs, the police officers are all saying the same thing. What the hell's wrong with you? Well, I'll go a step further with uh, with Democrats growing a set. I think they should get rid of Pelosi. The, the, you know, it's it's ridiculous that they put her back into power. Here you have one of the most leftist members mm-hmm. uh, from from one of the most leftist places on on the on uh, in the country, and she's running the Democrat Party. Hold that thought. Frank Salvato will be right back with me, managing editor of the New Media Journal. And don't go anywhere, because I'm coming right back. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. Hi, this is Mike Gallagher. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Yeah, you are. Welcome back to the Captain's America Third Watch. By the way, this portion of the program brought to you by our very good friends over at the Freedom Boat Club. Freedom Boat Club, give them a call today, 855-FREEDOM, 855-FREEDOM, and find out what membership can do for you there, and you won't have to own a boat. You can just join the club and Take a boat, and away you go. All right, Frank Salvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal, is here with us. Um, Frank, hold on a minute. I got Sean wants to uh, make a, a statement or ask a question here. So hang on here, Frank. All right, Sean, go ahead. What was it you were saying? Oh, I was just wanting to point out that um, I keep hearing from a lot of people for the last two and two years that Obama came into office and did all these great things, Obamacare, and he got a bunch of stuff done, but he had 60 votes in the Senate, which is how much you need to pass. And two-thirds of the House. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Control of both. Right. So when people say, oh, Barack Obama did this and this, well, Trump came into office, didn't have 60, and he had a a Flake and a McCain and a Murkowski and a... Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever that other one's name is. I mean, and Graham wasn't exactly with him, so it's not like he had. I mean, and he had Paul Ryan, okay. who didn't want to pass yeah. anything that he did. Right. So if you, <laughs> okay, it's really getting old to hear people say that. All right. Well, let me it. let me let you go so Frank can address it. But thanks very much, Sean. Okay, so Frank, you heard what Sean said. He's right. Absolutely, he's right. That the accomplishments that that Donald Trump has done, with not only a a loyal opposition in the Democrat Party, but mm-hmm. uh, a a dysfunctional opposition in the Republican Party, mm-hmm. uh, has has been remarkable. 
and uh, but you never you're not going to hear about his accomplishments because the media doesn't want you to. No, you know you think about the tax cuts, you think about uh, throwing the wrench into Obamacare. Uh, you know he's he's taking on the fight full force with the border and finding ways around it. Uh, got us out of the Iran deal. Um, you, you know he got us out of NAFTA. I mean, I mean, these are these are very big accomplishments without having a, a, a super majority in the in, in the House, the Senate. Yeah, that's absolutely true. And uh, to address one other little thing, there, uh, the deal about the Senate is under the rules that they currently have. They got to have sixty votes to get anything to the floor, and they can't even change the rules back to the way they were until they get sixty votes to get it to that point, and they don't have sixty. Well, that's because we we have someone in in Mitch McConnell who doesn't have the intestinal fortitude to do uh, to to do what the Democrats did when they were back in control. And just eh, we don't care about the rules. Let's go nuclear. Yeah, let's I would. Just, let's just do it. Fifty-one votes is all we need for everything. And and the Republicans screamed, "You can't do that!" But they did it, and they passed things. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, Oh, wait a minute. Hold, 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 hold on here. Here's breaking news out of Israel. Uh, the Attorney General rejects Netanyahu bid to delay indictment announcement until after elections. Apparently, they're about to indict Benjamin Netanyahu for whatever it was they were going to go after him for. Eh, you know, let's let's watch that one play out. Netanyahu's done more good things for for the country of Israel than than, than a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, I'm, I'm I am not opposed to Benjamin Netanyahu. I think he's I think he's accomplished. And I, I think, think he's been a fantastic leader. Yeah, and he not only that, he's a very dear friend of the United States. So you know, this could be a political witch hunt. It wouldn't be the first time it's happened in Israel. Uh, but let's see how this plays out. And I hope he I, he goes very public with everything as well. Because remember the really people. Remember the raid. Remember the raid at Entebbe. Absolutely. He was the one, I believe, that was, he, if he wasn't in charge, he was like number two, and then his brother got killed there. Yeah. You yeah. know, so the, the Israeli people like Benjamin Netanyahu. That's why they keep putting him back into power. Uh, the, the Knesset actually likes him, because why they work with him, you know. So uh, let's see where this goes. This could be a political witch hunt that's, uh, that's uh, the Attorney General over there may be posturing to run against him, but he needs some bona fides, so. Yeah, I I don't know, but it's all political, I'm sure. All right, well, uh, Donald Trump yesterday uh, came out and uh, had a little discussion about uh, Rod Rosenstein, that uh, he was assured by Rod Rosenstein that uh, the legal team from Mueller said that he was not a target of the Mueller probe. I don't know that I'd believe the Mueller team on that one or Rosenstein either. What, what say you? I don't believe any of them. I, I, you know, Rosenstein, the guy, the guy is one of the the, the people who politicized uh, that agent. You know, they're all politicized. This goes back to to the Clintons and what, and what we talked about for years and years and years. You know, the the Mueller team, but they're not politicized. Absolutely, they're politicized. They don't like Donald Trump. It's evident. That's why they're going beyond the quote unquote investigating the Russian probe and finding uh, every, you know, using the, the BS charges of, oh, you lied to a federal agent. Was there anything there for that you were tasked to actually indict somebody on in a lot of these indictments? No, but he, but he lied to a federal agent. So we have to make a show trial out of somebody because he got trapped in a statement that, that didn't take care of content. You know, so. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I don't trust any of them. And I really, really honestly wish that when Trump came into office, instead of doing what every other president on the right has done, in in leaving people in place and apparatus, he would have cleaned house from middle management all the way to the top in every agency and in every department. Because that's where the political appointees are. And, And the political appointees from the Clinton and the Obama eras are dedicated to the progressive agenda. By the way, um, the Mueller committee apparently today, uh, I think it's today by the looks of this article, is going to be filing some of Roger Stone's evidence uh, as to tell what it is that they got on him. Yeah, and, and this is exa- this is a, a prime example. You know, Roger Stone, you know, wow, was he sitting down with Putin? No, he wasn't. He was a political advisor who talked in the press. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, we're going to get him on the, we're investigating Russian collusion, so let's get Roger Stone. Wow, what a criminal we have there. Good job, Mueller. By the way, somebody just sent me a license plate, which I'm tempted to share. Remember the Clinton-Gore campaign in 1992? Absolutely. One of the things that they had was a Confederate-flagged Stars and Bars license plate with Clinton-Gore on it. No, they had more than that. They had lapel pins. They had they had uh, campaign buttons. They had bumper stickers. They, all through the South, they they had stars of bars, Clinton Gore. Wonder how much trouble that would get me in. Well, I you know what I'd post it because it is what they used. This is a little bit of history here. Mm. You know, it's only recently that people took the Virginia battle flag, which is what the Confederate flag is. It really wasn't the Confederate flag. It was the Virginia battle flag. It was it was the flag of the Army of Virginia. Yeah, it was. And, and people have, have labeled that the Confederate flag, and they've married it to racism. It couldn't be farther from the truth. It's a piece of American history. Now, if you want to remember it as something that talks about slavery, go ahead. That is an ignorant way to look at what the Civil War was all about, because that didn't come into play until the end of the Civil War, when 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 people to when when slaves were brought into it to bring it over the edge, this is a war of the economies. Mm. By the way, and I states rights. By the way, Major Mac from Germany is chiming in. He just said that plate was actually used in, during the campaign. Absolutely, this this was this was a this was a propaganda tool that they used to 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 forward their campaign. Like I said. There were lapel pins, there were buttons, there were bumper stickers. This was what they used. This was like the, the logo with, with Hillary and the H with the, with the arrow. This was the Clinton-Gore thing. Mm. Now, um, Cory Booker, is he another one that's going to run for president? No, why not? Yeah, you know, he's, he was positioning himself for the last two years and kind of got upstaged a little bit by these the, the socialist trend that's happening in the Democrat Party. Well, I think, sure. think he just tried to make a few headlines here. He just voted no on the pro-Israeli a bill that sent them some foreign aid, amongst other things, and he just voted no on that bill. Well, I think we just call him Spartacus and, and, and remind him about that, and, and hopefully he'll go away. Now, what do you think about this fentanyl bust that was made down on the uh, Arizona border with a truck driver who apparently had been running the same route hauling produce for 10 years 
never really had to stop because he was in the uh, the fast track system that they've got for truck drivers where they're already registered. They just show their card and they go through and away they go because it's never been a problem. And here they find him with three and a half million dollars worth of fentanyl enough to kill 50 million people. All you have to do, and, and it, you know, it's, it's based on true events. Yes, Hollywood takes it over just a little bit. But for the most part, it has fidelity to history. Is to watch Narcos Mexico. And it kind of explains the way that the whole trafficking thing happened. Right. They've been using trucks for years and years and years. And oh, yeah. never stopped them. That's why we need security at the border. Yeah, that's part of it. Okay, Frank Salvato, and uh, we will talk to you on Monday morning, my friend. Stay low, my friend. All right, Frank Salvato, managing editor of the New Media Journal and also the Underground USA podcast. Go over there. Check all that out. We're coming right back with more. Don't go anywhere. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. Why shotgun? This episode of the New Media Revolution on Underground USA is brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company. For the very best in exotic handcrafted teas, served both hot and cold, there's none better than the Emerald Coast Tea Company blends and wild harvest teas. Log on to EmeraldCoastTeaCompany.com to find out more. Podcasting is hard, but it doesn't have to be. Introducing the science of a podcast, hosted by Spreaker from iHeart. This weekly podcast looks at the many sides of the podcasting industry, from success, growth, and technology to the varying challenges we all face. This is one podcast about podcasting you don't want to miss. New episodes launch every Tuesday. Listen to the science of a podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.